Well, here we are, sports fans. It's another uh, episode of Fork Sports Highway on a balmy January 25th in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I'm here with uh, the legend, Bill Deutsch. Hello, Monte. Hey, hey. And of course, over here, we've got the delightful Raven Carlson. Hello. Yeah, oh, that was kind of subdued. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure we'll hear more out of you later. Or as we go, you get louder and louder. I know. Yeah, okay. Uh, tonight, we're talking about Major League Baseball and Hall of Fame inductions. Uh, we're talking about uh, Jim Harbaugh leaves uh, defending national champion Michigan to go to the Chargers. Also a big tilt in women's college basketball tonight. We've got uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks visiting the LSU Tigers. And then we've got, of course, we're going to follow up with some UND hockey and uh, probably some local sports action and the NBA, uh, what's been going on there. And I've got a full list of some uh, movement in Major League Baseball with free agency, that kind of thing. I don't know. What is there NFL? Uh, what is that? Not for long? What is, what is the NFL? That's funny. I like that. What, what, what NFL? Is there, are there some games in the NFL going on? Well, I think there's a few going to be on Sunday. Ah, uh, both games? Yes. I see we already have Keith Cummings in the house. Chat line. <laughs> Always. Yeah? Love it. Love it. So, so we got some games in the NFL, huh? You want to you talk about those or what? Well, I don't know. Do you you want to go over the ones from last weekend or we just well look forward to the no let's no we i suppose we better cover what happened last weekend and and you know well isn't that raven's job yeah that's raven's job right. raven uh there were some football games last weekend do you, do you have anything to tell us about those i got my handy dandy sheet right here that's what i got i couldn't uh watch any of the games so it's all right but were you tending to the horses or what? No, I should have been. I should have been. To, what was I doing Sunday? I think well, it was my off weekend. I think it was my one day that I wasn't running around doing things. Well, I think they played on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, two yeah. games in each day. Yeah, and you're. I'll try to get on? more. Oh, Dale's already in. Yeah, should be. Dale's in the house. We got we it, it, yo. Oh, we have Dale Kulas is already on. Uh, in, in, I thought you were coming in a little bit later. You're coming in early. Oh no, I thought I come in early, so I didn't want to jump in on Steve's time here. Just want to give a so show some quick love here for Joe Mauer for killing in the Hall of Fame ballot this year. Well, you want to, well, we were we were just going to get into the NFL, but let's let's go while while you're on. We might as well go. We're going to flip over, folks, and we're going to talk about Major League Baseball and the Hall of Fame. Did you get permission from before we do? Before we do, Supersonic Steve, as an intro when he calls, it's only fair that Dale has one. Oh gosh. Okay, <laughs> so it's going to be yo yo yo, <laughs> because that's all that he says <laughs> every that's single like time. Eight. Every day that I've ever actually had an encounter with him, I have heard yo, yo, yo at least one time. Yeah. Well, oh. I think in the morning you hear yo, yo, yo every once yo, in a while. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. Okay. Probably like, like 80% of my vocabulary. Yeah, I think, John's, <laughs> I think John has heard that once or twice before. I should have got you a yo, yo for Christmas. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, Absolutely. So are you at the library? <laughs> are you at the library then? 
No, no, I'm at home. Oh. I'm at home. Oh. Got down some fun yoga, yo. <laughs> he probably had some yoga he was doing, right? Yo, yo, yoga. Yeah. In between yoga. his That's triathlon right. and the three That's jobs right. that he has, goodness gracious. Oh yeah. Real, yeah, real, yeah. real, real. Ultra coming up in March, but real, real jobs. Okay, so so Dale, <laughs> you, you, well, you're all hyped about about this baseball yeah. induction. What, what, yes. what, what, what's got you all jacked up about that? This isn't wrestling or, or racing. Oh, my. No. Well, I really got back into the Twins about 2012, 2013. And it was like the last year Joe Maurer was catcher. And just came to appreciate my catcher. And, you know, he had those unfortunate string of concussions that led to him going to first base. He, he was okay at first base. And this was his first year he was up for, uh, to be available to be elected in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And usually, from what I gather over the years, a lot of people thought it was going to take Joe Maurer like maybe three, four, five, maybe six or seven years to get elected into the Hall of oh, Fame. No, a lot. Absolutely, absolutely, because his overall numbers aren't, aren't like, like uh, they don't blow you away when you look at him. Well, his catcher years are great, but uh, yeah, when kind of hung up. Yeah, but it was those, but I think what. I've gathered, and from what I've been hearing from all the from reporters, is that those nine years or so he spent as catcher were so great. He got three batting titles, uh, like three or four Golden Gloves, six All Star games. That it complete just that those nine years as catcher alone is what garnered him all these Hall of Fame votes, and no, like no. he just made the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, he, he got accepted into it by just four votes. Oh no! He was of the three guys that got in. He was the one that barely climbed in, and and yeah. When, but his stats as a catcher, you're right. When, when he was catching for the Twins, um, I was looking at some of the stats uh, earlier today, and he he ranks right up there with the Johnny Benches and the Thurman Munsons and the Carlton Fisks and those guys. Uh, Yogi all, all time in in in, in the list. Well, Yogi, well, nobody, no, nobody's as good as you know. We're we, we're going to start talking about Yankees and middle of, middle of Dale's Minnesota Twin thing here. <laughs> okay, uh, no, it, uh, everybody out there knows no, I'm a Yankee fan. Okay, go well, ahead. I just wanted to say too that like uh, he was uh, I don't know if you saw that on those notes that I had there. Like one of only three catchers to be inducted into the Hall of Fame on his first ballot. Uh, one of only. Four for number one overall draft picks to be in the Hall of Fame altogether. Just what? And uh, one of this is only the third twin to be elected in the Hall of Fame on his on his, on his first ballot with uh, Kirby Puckett and True. Uh, True. Uh, yeah. So just uh, I was so delighted. And the thing I, I really like about Joe Maurer too is this one to give a shout out is that I mean, do you remember his send off he had for the Twins in his last game? No. Well, I, it still stuck with me to this day, and I, I watched it earlier today as a refresher. Is that uh, so? He finished like his last four or five years with the Twins at first base, but on his very last game, uh, he, you know, it was at Target Field, and uh, at for the ninth inning, there was a long pause that people thought it was like this going to be like a pitcher swap, but it was giving Joe Mauer time to come out as a catcher one last time. And he only was, and like the crowd was just like super emotional. I was super emotional watching at home. And like they played the theme from the natural in the movie. And like Joe Maurer just took one pitch as catcher 
And I guess he found out after the game that Paul Deli told the opposing team's manager is that, hey, this is what we got lined up for Joe Maurer. Our pitcher is going to throw Joe Maurer just one pitch. He's going to do his damnedest to throw a ball. Please don't have your batter swing at it. <laughs> and, and it was a heck of a great moment. I highly recommend everyone to search it up on YouTube. Definitely a great Joe Maurer moment. And, yeah. So, super happy to Joe Mauer to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. So, well, just wanted to get some props for that. And, and, and his 2009 season when he batted 265, and in fact, that's the highest batting average uh, since then. You know, uh, yeah, for a catcher, no, for, batting title. No, the the three the, the 2009 season when he batted 265 is the highest batting average from 2009 to now oh. of anybody. So, yeah. Wait. It, that nobody's well in this season nobody you know we had Larissa Rise and, and a couple other guys maybe everybody else was batting 250 all year so these guys that got elected in this year their stats aren't outrageously like stunning compared to like you know they're not uh Hank Aaron Willie Mays Mickey Mantle that kind of thing but but their stats are very 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 consistent um it, it it's we're in a different era right now, Bill, where nobody hits. They're up there swinging for home runs and that, that exit velocity thing that everybody's looking at. You know, it's, it's like go up there and swing the bat as hard as you can and try to hit the ball out of the park. Don't spray it around the field and hit like Tony Gwynn or Rod Carew or, or even Joe Maurer. It, it is, but, but that 265 batting average and, um, yes, his catch, catching stats were like extraordinary – and uh, I'm glad he got into. I'm, you know, I'm not an anti-twin, even though I'm a Yankee fan. Um, but also, well, well Joe uh, or what's his name, uh, Morneau, is he going to go in on first ballot too? No way, not no. even close, not even close. Why? Because he's Canadian. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because he's Canadian. It's like, what? What the hell's wrong with you? You should be skating. I mean, well, he was a hockey player growing up. Yeah, well, he probably should have stayed playing a hockey player, been a defenseman or something like that. I, I, I just, um, no, Joe Maurer also, uh, 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 Justin Morneau, the M and M, you know, the, the twins for yeah. a minute. It looked yeah. like it looked they like were they were great, what three four combo in the lineup. Yeah, it looked, a few years. It, it looked like they were going to be the next Mantle Maris, you know, mm-hmm. the M and M brothers, and it just didn't pan out. You know, I don't know if you remember seeing oh. Joe Maurer get the uh, the knee to the head with the concussion syndrome. The, I, well, I thought it was more right? no, yeah. yeah, I mean more more no. I mean more yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. slid into second base and got a knee to the head, and he was never the same after that. But he also, the, the year before, had had this monster season. And, and yeah. that, that kind of curtailed those two were like coming up all at the same time, basically going to put the twins on the map again and, and then curtailed. And then of course, yeah. when, when they moved to the target field, target field is not a hitter friendly ballpark. No. Not at all. Not coming from the Metrodome. No, no. And, and that was the thing. Joe Maurer had those, that 28 home run season. And, and with, when he batted two sixty five. He hit 28 home runs, and it looked like he was going to be like a 30-home run guy every year, too. Yeah, and then he didn't go over, no. was it 9 or 14 after that? Yeah, he never he never hit home runs like that again. And, and you know, that, that was a knock on him. Well, okay, he could hit, he could hit uh, singles, but he can't knock the ball out of the park. Well, target field is not designed for him. Yeah, I was listening to PA today, and he had somebody on, and they were talking all about 
Well, Come PA on. don't know shit. Well, <laughs> the guy that he the guy that he was interviewing did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. But boy, uh-huh. boy, that guy. There's a, he was about very about complimentary to, to to Joe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Very happy to see it's well received and no congrats. But, also, know that Adrian Beltre and well, yeah, and, and I want I want to touch on those guys a little bit. Adrian Beltre, three thousand one hundred and sixty six hits. Well, you hit you get three thousand hits, you're in. I don't care who you are. You get, oh, yeah. you get it. You, you if you have a, it's like a five hundred home run hitter. Okay, if you hit five hundred, automatic. Basically, basically, just like a three hundred game winner pitcher. There, there were certain stats that if you got those, you're a Hall of Fame. Five hundred home but, run club. Yeah, but if they're steroids, they don't automatically get. Well, in, now you got to drag us off onto that. Wow. Okay, we're, we'll get it. But, let me get through these guys but, in red first, and then we'll talk about steroids. Oh, okay. Because there's a whole. But, f- Money, I should probably let you guys go before Supersonic calls in. I just wanted to talk, give some love to Joe Maurer. I'm just starting to go crazy watching the Niners-Lions playoff game this weekend. So I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your show. All right. All right. Well, thanks for everything you do there, buddy. Uh, the Niners are still in. Go Niners. Bye, Dale. Oh, gosh. What'd you Peace say? out, yo. Bye, Dale. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. All right, so... So Adrian Beltre was the guy that had the most votes to get in, and he's from well, he Cleveland. Played, no, well, I don't know where he's from originally, but oh, but, didn't he play for Cleveland? Uh, he started in Seattle, uh, went to the Dodgers, I think, or Angels. I don't even know who else is other than Joe Mauer is going in. Uh, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Mauer. Uh, Adrian Beltre started in Seattle, played five seasons in Seattle that were nothing noteworthy. Um, had a pretty decent career in uh, for the uh, Angels, I believe, and then went on to Boston and had really great numbers there. Actually, his best years were after he was 30 years old, was what I was reading. Uh, but 3,166 hits. Like I said, the 3,000-hit club, you're in the Hall of Fame. There's just not, not that many of them. 477 home runs. 1,707 RBIs, five gold gloves. Okay, that, that's pretty Hall of Fame. I can't argue with that. Todd Helton played most of his career in Colorado. Now, that's a hitter stadium. From 2000 to 2004, his batting average was 372, 336, 329, 358, 347. He had five years in a row where that, that was like Rod Carew, uh, Tony Gwynn, that kind of, Ralph Gar comparable. Nobody hit as well. For, for, and he ended up with a lifetime average of 316, uh, which looks pretty damn good compared to today's hitters. Um, but 2,519 hits, 369 homers. Uh, can't read my right. Oh, 17 seasons he played. Hmm. And they, they longevity, both these guys, Beltre and Helton. And then Joe Maurer, that, that 2009 season and his catch, catching, he only had 143 home runs career. And that might surprise people. Well, didn't he have a year where he had 30, though? Or? 28. 28. His top one was 28. I think we're due for an ad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, was, I was just waiting for the stats to get done. Well, I got, I got a couple more stats, and we'll get to that at. Um, but 143 home runs. He only had 923 RBIs. He didn't even have 1,000 RBIs. And then he had 2,123 hits. 
So, so when you look at his stats overall, they're not really the, the Hall of Fame caliber type stuff that I'm used to seeing. I'm glad he's in, but, but I'm like, I don't know, you know. There, there's a whole bunch Pete of... Rose should be in before him, right? Well, there we go. We're, we're going to do this ad, and then we'll come back and talk about these guys that didn't get in. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is a video ad, right, Paul? Is it Albatross? Yes. Winter in the Northland means no golf, right? Wrong. Looking to get in a round of golf in a climate-controlled winter oasis? Want to just whack some balls in the virtual driving range and work on your swing? Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club in Grand Forks with more than 90 courses, range venues, and games including Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, TPC Sawgrass, and more. All on an incredibly accurate optical-based simulators from driving to putting. Play straight up, team up for a scramble, play tournaments, or join the two-person scramble league. It's fun for everyone and all ages are welcome too. Call or text 701-757-3220 to set up a tee time. Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club at the Columbia Mall, your home for the best indoor golf experience around. All right, we're, so we're back on the air, and I did pull up, a, um, and I have it on my phone. I didn't put it in my notes, but I have uh, info on the, uh, the guys that didn't get in. It'll take me a second here, but I'll get there. Uh, oh, do, 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 do. There we go. So behind those guys was a guy named Billy Wagner. He just missed out. He needed about, I don't know, two or three more votes, and he'd have got in too. <laughs> Gary Sheffield followed him up. Now, Gary Sheffield. I remember that name. His numbers fit, but he's also suspected he'd never been found using steroids, but he was always suspected of being one of those guys in that group. Um, Andrew Jones, Carlos Beltran, and Alex Rodriguez. Now, Alex Rodriguez, you know, one of the owners of the Timberwolves now, but definitely... Was he a Yankee, maybe? Well, you had to bring that up, didn't you? (laughs) Was he a Miami Dolphin, too? (laughs) Dolphin. Right. No, he was a Seattle Mariner for, for okay. his, most of his – well, there in Texas. Uh, he Alex Rodriguez was a shortstop that started out in Seattle, and then he went to Texas. When he was in Texas, he had one of the biggest contracts in the history of baseball at the time. It was you know one of those $200 million 10-year deals back when nobody ever heard of that. Um, nowadays, it's kind of commonplace. Basically, the player owns the franchise. But Alex Rodriguez is, is – well, he only got 34.8% of the vote. You need 75, what, 70 to, to get in? So well, not, it wasn't close. Not, not even close. And none of, none of the guys from, guys from the steroid era were even close. Um, Barry Bonds isn't on the ballot anymore. He has to be brought in by the sports writers, you know, the old-timer guys, the way the veterans, backdoor. Veterans com- the committee, yes, the veterans committee. Um, so... And then you have Manny, Manny Ramirez, the Red Sox guy, for, for years. Well, he's also a steroid guy that, you know, is not going to get in. And he only got like uh, 32.5% of the vote. Uh, Chase Utley, no, he, he, didn't, he wasn't part of the steroids, but he's, he's, his stats aren't glowing, you know, glistening kind of thing. Um, Omar Vizcal, Bobby Abreu, Jimmy Rollins, and Andy Pettit. 
And Andy Pettit, I think, has been linked to, you know, he was a Yankee pitcher. You might like that. I brought it up. But he's he's probably going to, uh, he might get in, but I don't know. I think there was some discussion of him, like I said, being tied to steroids. Where was Roger Maris on that list? Well, if Roger Maris never gets in the Hall of Fame, that is going to be one of the biggest travesties that ever existed. Uh, I argue with guys online all the time about him and his stats because he had that one year with the 61 home runs. 1961, he hit the 61 home runs, and then he only hit, I think he hit 30 home runs one other year. But the man played on three World Series champions, and, and he was the uh, quintessential um, poster boy for purity. You know, he, he Good Shanley boy. Yeah, I suppose. You know, you folks out there follow that. So, so, so the legend over here is a Shanley grad. Fargo Shanley. Fargo Shanley. Uh, graduate. Graduate. And, and sure, Roger Maris. And, and much like you, I bet he played every sport there, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah I, he was a good football player. I he, bet he, he was. He went to Oklahoma on a football scholarship. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I bet he played every sport they had, just like you did. Um, those versatile Shanley boys, you know, and they were coming off this huge last season where the the Fargo Shanley uh, High School had like this monumental year, and then fought what they followed it up with a loss on a final kick in in in, in football this year, right? To Minot, right. and and Bill of course lived in Minot. His kids all went to Minot High, so he's got ties to both schools. I still think you were probably pulling for Shanley, though, huh? Well, I don't know. The barley pop is closing. That's the bad news. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No Ruby, way. Ruby's retiring. No way. I'm going to sell it to somebody. <laughs> Anybody knows the barley pop is a popular little bar on uh, North uh, Broadway. Broadway in Minot and, and one of Bill's watering holes. <laughs> and been there forever, and, and it's closing. Yeah. That's oh my the god. The bad news that just came out. That, that's like, like like a stab in the heart right there. Well, there's so many of these restaurants and bars that are Well, I can't imagine on their last days. I can't imagine COVID helped it at all. You know, you know that two-year glimp really that blip. Well, I know Ruby's older than me, so Well, yeah, he but, deserves to retire. But you would think somebody would have Yeah, you'd think somebody would want to buy it. Huh. Even I was in the barley pop a time or two. <laughs> Gee whiz. I don't know. You spent plenty of time in the Magic City. Yeah, I did. I, I did four years up there, and uh, I uh, went in a few bars, even when I couldn't well, or shouldn't. And I think you've been at the stadium there once or twice, too. Oh, yeah. We did lots of basketball up there. I I had great memory, memories of that town. I had the four years I was in Minot from '82 to '86. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of it, except for when Polly was with. Well, well, no, it was even fun then. <laughs> yeah, so, and going to Shots Crossroads. <laughs> yeah, late at night. The truck stops. The truck stops. Yes, hitting all the bars. Um, I don't know. You know, we were into football. We were going to stock football before Dale called in here, and Raven was just getting uh, getting warmed up. So, what do you got, Raven? What do I got? Yeah, the football scores from last weekend. Of course. What, what, what happened there? You didn't watch any of it, but I did not. But I'm sure you were taking notes somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So the Buccaneers uh, played the Lions. They lost. It was 31-23. to um, The Chiefs won over the Bills. That was a close game. to 27-24. to The Chiefs won. Uh, the Ravens annihilated the Texans. It's 34-10. to My team. Mm-hmm. And then... Wait, 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 wait. Which one's your team? My team. The Ravens. Because, the, yeah. They're... Named after her. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They named them after you. Okay, they didn't name them after me, but I was still born before that actual team. So It's your favorite team. Though. I was first, therefore they are my team. Ha, the Ravens. Yep. All right. What is a raven? It's a mean bird. It's an intelligent, elegant bird. In fact, they're smarter than parrots. Did you know that? Do they talk? Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Ravens can talk. Um, They also have uh, photographic memory that they actually use. So you piss a raven off, you'll be seeing that bird for a few days. Kind of sounds like somebody I I know. I didn't know they had photographic memories. And (laughs) they are not actually black. They have a. They look black from a distance, but if you see a raven up close, it's black with a blue iridescent. It's like the waterproofing of feathers. The waterproofing. Boy, that I, was a big word. Uh, what it, would you say? What iridescent? Iridescent. Yeah, that is a big word. Would you rather? I be, like that. Would you rather? It's the only way to really describe it because it's. Is it it's, shiny then? Yeah, it's a shimmery blue. Iridescent means it glows. Oh, well, there you go. Would you rather be a raven or a kraken? Bill. I'd rather be a raven, honestly, because I'm almost scared of the ocean as it is. Even if I'm a mythical sea beast with eight tentacles. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, yes, it would be really cool. Maybe like a thousand years ago when there were boats that I could actually take down. Maybe, but that'd be my only hobby. If I was a raven, I could fly, okay? If I had one superpower, I would choose to fly, and that'd be so awesome. Seriously. So I can, it's either the depths of the ocean or flying, and I choose flying in the sky. Okay. Was, so was, was that all the scores? No, there's one more. There's one more. So the 49ers won over the Packers 24-21. Uh, to 21. Oh, didn't the Packers get ripped off? I don't know. I think that field goal was good, wasn't it? I, boy, I don't know, Bill. Oh. I don't know. All I know is uh, Buffalo missing that field goal to tie the game this weekend against Kansas City. Um, so is that three years in a row now that Buffalo was lost to them? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, wow. But, I but, think it is. But, but in Buffalo, did you see the, the graphic that, 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 I don't know, the guy must have been. Oh. oh. That's a supersonic. It's not a click. It's a slide. Okay. Su- well. Supersonic Steve. Hey, 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 hey. Tone it down a little bit. Tone it down a little bit. Okay. We're all good. We're all good. We're all good. Well, well, every time every time you come on, they put the phone in front of me, and I push on it like it's a button. <laughs> and, 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 and 
My little counterpart over here, the delightful Raven, has to point out it's a slide. And then she gets smart about it. It's a, okay. The new so let me ask slide. Raven. Let me ask Raven a quick she's question. On, she's right. on. Okay. So I saw her on Facebook. Uh-oh. Okay. I didn't so, do it. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. Did, are you still dating the same guy you gave a kiss to? What guy? I don't know. There was one boy, on Boy, Facebook. that's a loaded question. You're going to have to give me a name <laughs> because I've been. I don't know who he was. I am almost at my one year anniversary with the guy I'm currently with. Oh, that's probably the same guy then. Okay. Probably the same guy. Oh, this, congratulations! One year, yeah, this, I love it. This guy, they've they've got all these 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 pictures where he's holding her up on his shoulders and he's got her like, it, it, yeah, they're they're they got a romantic thing going on. I refuse to settle Perfect. for less. I have had too many relationships and too many guys try to come in and half-ass a relationship, and I, I was done with it. That's actually right before I started dating Tucker, who I'm currently dating. I told him I need two things, patience and romance, and he's been doing it. So, Oof. <laughs> well, well no, you really uh, have to, this was a sports show. You really have to lay down the law today, Bill. You really early, do. Early on. Early on. You have I agree. to because we're not Ann Landers here. <laughs> well, no. Bill, I love you. I you love, go back to I the love game. Super, Supersonic asked the question. I didn't. Okay. You know, you guys. Oh, I know. You guys, okay. You so guys, you guys always, you always, always give me the grief about veering off somewhere. <laughs> uh, well, no, I had to start it because I saw her, and it. She looked like she was having a great time with her boyfriend, yeah. and I just thought it would be an appropriate question to ask, oh, so yeah. we can turn on to sports. Uh, the one thing Joe is Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer. Yeah, we, well, we were because uh, before you called in, Dale wasn't here, but he called in like right away early on, and that was his thing. We wanted to talk about Joe Mauer, and I don't know, you know, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame now, right? And mm-hmm. What do you think of his stats? Um, catcher uh, led the batting out uh, batting league three times in a row. Um, yeah, I think he's there. Well, compared to the other guys that got in, though, his 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 numbers are are, are much lower. Um, career wasn't quite as long. Uh, what did twelve years? Yeah, I don't know. If, I, I, you know, I'm not positive, but the thing was is that he was, you know, his hot his his top home run year was 2009. He, he batted 365, and he had the 28 home runs, and he never hit 28 home runs again. You know, and and in 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 seasons following that, they moved into Target Field, and that wasn't designed for him. We early approved him. Well, he's there. He's in. I'm trying to get him out. Wow. <laughs> I want. I want. He needs to be. I in. want Roger Maris in. Is who I want in. I can't believe he's not in. Oh. Uh, actually, I cannot believe he's not in. No, I, I I can't believe that in in the world of sports, um, you have you have. You have stats, okay? So, so John, Joe, there is no way Joe Maurer's stats, other than his batting titles, are better than Roger Maris's stats, home run wise, RBI wise, World Championship wise. 
You know, Roger Maris played on three world champions, two with the Yankees and one with the Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. You yep, could yep, you, you yep. could take you could take and probably your two hands count the number of guys that have played on two different teams in one World Series. That's it. They just don't. Same thing with managers. A manager managing a team to a World Series championship and then managing another team to a World Series championship, there's only like two, three, four of those guys. It just, yep. just, it just doesn't happen. And then, well, while you're on, go ahead, uh, Adrian Beltre. You remember him? Seattle Superson or uh, Mariner. Mariner, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where yeah, he started. Definitely. That's where he Great started. player. Great player. Yeah, well, he's got the stats because he ended up with 3,166 hits. And, you know, we were just talking about this. I said, you get 3,000 hits, you're in, period. Well, not only was a great hitter, but he was a great fielder, too. Five, I mean, the five guy, gold I don't gloves. know if he five, there you go. Five gold uh, gloves. An upset right there. Yeah, that, that gets you in. Um, oh, gee, definitely. Todd Helton, the other guy. So so in in the order they came in, it was Beltre with the best stats. He had 477 home runs, so he didn't hit the 500 club, but that's darn close. He had 1,707 RBIs, and then you know, and then the five Gold Gloves. Todd Helton had a four-year period, five-year period, where he batted 372, 336, 329, 358, 347. Played most of his career in Colorado. Ended up with a 316 average. Played, played, where do you, where where do you end up at? I, I I don't know where where you know I didn't get into where but I know his his heyday was in Colorado and absolutely I didn't know where he left. Um and 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 the fact that he averaged like he did compared to today's hitters, you know, I think we had like three guys that hit three hundred this year. Still, Joe Maurer, some Helton guy. You tell me, is that right? Well, there's a lot of debate going on about these guys that got in compared to the guys that can't get in because of the Royd era. I, you know, I. Well, we know Maris was not in Royds. No, he was on cigarettes. That's all. He, <laughs> beer, well, at this point, beer no, and cigarettes, Camel non-filters. Yeah, no award is actually an award anymore because we devalued it so much with how many participation trophies we handed out over the years. It's just, even the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they're not even just rock and roll. It's just Music Hall of Fame now, but they won't change the name. Like, with any action, like, we're going to be handing out Nobel Peace Prizes for mediocre inventions or mediocre theories. There's no actual reward anymore. Well, no, I agree. It's it it, <laughs> uh, it it has it has spread across the sports world too. But I I don't know. You know, mediocrity, I guess, is 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 a thing now. I, and I always talk about. And I was just talking to Sandy the other night about this. I said, you know, the thing about it is, is that this all started with participation ribbons. You know. We little kids couldn't have winners and losers. We couldn't keep score anymore, because because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They're little kids. They don't get a say. Well, parents are otherwise though. Par- it, it, it is. It's, it's well, they're like, not supposed to keep score in half those games. Well, I don't know. I mean, 
I, I thought the whole part of sports was building character through your 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 your, your disappointments. Well, that's what it was. Defeats. That's not what it is anymore. You know what did the wide world of sports used to say? Supersonic. The, ag- uh, the, 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 the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Agony of defeat. That's I, what. I, and you know who was the uh, commentator? Kurt Gowdy. Yeah. So I mean, you, you had you had or Rick McKay, one or the other. Yeah. Well, maybe Rick McKay. But, but I, I I think that the, you remember that it used to show that the agony down the the agony of defeat was the, the speed skater going downhill wiping out. <laughs> Oh, I thought he was a skier, wasn't he? Yeah, a speed, a, a speed, ski, a speed, a ski speed job. skier, a speed, a skier, but but losing it and tumbling and tumbling and tumbling, yeah. the agony of defeat. Yeah, that would definitely be agony. But but the thing was is that perseverance. So so you had when you look back and you see like uh, teams in history, like uh, okay, I'll just throw out the Washington Bullets. The Washington Bullets played in the NBA Finals four times in the 1970s. They won once. But but they what were... the Buffalo Bills do? Well, okay. So the Buffalo Bills, you know, you... <laughs> I don't... They How lost... the Maddox Bobcats do? Oh, now you're pissing me off. Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo didn't win a championship until he came off the bench for the Lakers. Not when he was winning scoring titles for the Buffalo Braves... Or he averaged forty-four points a game. Well, three straight scoring championships, but but he yeah. he he um, he was instant offense off the bench on the Showtime Laker teams. Remember this, Bill? No, I don't remember this. But but he. Was, I remember him in Buffalo. Well, when he left Buffalo, and and Buffalo, uh, you know they. God, don't get me started, guys. Well, Buffalo isn't even in the NBA anymore. You know who Buffalo is? Kansas City, aren't they? Or? No, they're the Clippers. Okay. The Buffalo Braves are the Los Angeles Clippers. They, they, they moved to San Diego, and Clippers are for ships. You know, San Diego's a shipping magnet town. Well, that guy, the, he's a Microsoft guy. Now, yeah, Balmer is. The, yeah. But Sterling, the guy that owned it before, wasn't. He, he was a he was, he was a, an idiot. Yeah. Well, he was. I'm not getting. Didn't know that. shit about basketball. Wealthy dude, though wealthy, wealthy dude. But but anyway, the Clippers, the Clippers were his team, and that was the Buffalo Braves. Now, a side note: in 1979, John Y. Brown, who was once the governor of Kentucky, owned the Boston Celtics. The Buffalo Braves were still a franchise at that time. The Buffalo Braves and the Boston Celtics traded entire rosters. One team to the other. Never in the history of sports, Bill. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, what year was that? Like nineteen seventy nine. Your 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 Seattle Supersonics year. Well, was that when uh, Bert came in? Yeah, he, he came in in eighty. Uh, he was okay. Seventy nine is when we won it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So 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 the 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 Boston Celtics and the Braves swapped entire rosters. And, and, and I, I, I still blows me away to even think about it. It's like, well, how, how could you do that? But then immediately, like the following year, the uh, Braves moved to San Diego to Cl- and became the Clippers. And their most, uh, I guess, uh, predominant moment after that was they signed Bill Walton from the Trailblazers because he was suing the Trailblazers because of the do- team doctors and his broken feet. 
if you recall that. He's always had bad ankles and feet, well, yeah. Bad ankles, bad knees, bad feet, but, but he had team doctors that put him back out on the court with broken feet. And they sued them, and then he signed with the Clippers and his contract. When Bill Walton signed with the Clippers, he only had to play one out of every five games. Talk about load management. Raven's favorite. Don't even get me started. Don't even. What did he sign for? What was the, what was the, what was the amount? What did he sign for? Well, it was like twenty million dollars or something at that time, which was a high high contract. So I actually. So they a, must have traded him to Boston. Um. Well, I know, after that. Yeah, I think he came. Did he end up at, at the Celtics? Yeah, an '85 championship team. Yeah. Yeah. He went and got another ring there. But when he was in his heyday in 1977 in the Trailblazers, the Mountain Man is what they called him, and they won that one championship up there in Portland. Jack Matt, uh, Ramsey was the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, Lionel Hollins, uh, Dave Twardzik, yeah. uh, Maurice Lucas, uh, Bobby Gross, uh, Wally Walker. He was on your 79 championship team too. Uh, uh, Dick... Uh, Schneider? Uh, Dick Schneider was a guard, yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Boy, that proves how old you are. <laughs> well, I am old, uh, but I, I still can keep up. Yeah, no. Thank God. Well, no, those were really great teams, though. You know, those, those teams, boy, the 77 Blazers, the 1978 Bullets, and the 1979 uh Seattle Supersonics. Yeah. You're talking team basketball. They had a center. They had a power forward. They had a small forward. They had a shooting guard. They had a point guard. They could play D. They could play D. And, and they had a bench. Nowadays, yeah. you don't have shit. You, you got a whole bunch of guys jacking up threes. What do you think of that, Raven? Jacking up threes, one right after another. Sounds like skill. Well, Keith Cummings says it was Jim McCain. It was a ski jumper. <laughs> hey, Keith and I are on the same page. And, and Steve Small says he thinks Pete Rose needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Duh, the all-time you know, later. You know, in all honesty, um, I think it's kind of time to put him in. Um, I know I've heard all the stories, steroids and betting and all that stuff, but, you know... Um, I'm just going to step out there and say I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, for Craig's sake, he's a cheater and a gambler. He is, and you know what? He also had more hits than anybody else in baseball. Yeah, more hits than anybody else in baseball. He was a 1973 MVP. He played in, uh, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five World Series. He won three World Series championships, one with the Phillies, Phillies never won squat till he got there. Uh, he was a hall, uh, uh, an all-star in left field. He was an all-star at third base. Third base, second base, and okay. first base. Yeah. I got something to say. Okay. Fire away. I understand that you're, if you cheat at a game, you probably shouldn't win. But at the same time, if we're going off, we're not letting people into like halls of fame because they're gamblers – we would have to rewrite the Declaration of Independence because every man on the his, like in history was a gambler. Like there's no there's no way around that. Every, like almost every inventor 
was a gambler. They gambled on the chance that their product would work. They had an idea, so they gambled with it. Being a gambler is almost human nature. And I'm not saying to the like, extent of putting so much money on this. I am saying every single person on the planet is a gambler in some way, shape, or form. Even kids learning take gambles on things. Being a gambler is something we should never actually penalize. Some, some cases, yes, absolutely. Like if you're betting mass stakes or something and you shouldn't really be putting your mortgage on number 27. Okay, yes, penalize that, okay? He makes poor choices, whatever. But you, we'd have no hi- human history ever if we, pen- if we started just looking down on gamblers. Okay, it's as much American as anything, as much human as anything else. Well, and it's wide open right now. The thing is, is that at the time when Pete Rose was banned from baseball for for gambling, um, he was the manager of the Cincinnati Reds. To preface, uh, so you know, Raven, Pete Rose grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was a Cincinnati, Ohio kid. He played for the Cincinnati Reds on some of the best Cincinnati Red teams that ever existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call him the big, big Red Machine, 1975, 1976. They won back-to-back World Series championships. They lost in 72 and uh, 1970. Um, then he went to Philadelphia and won another World Series with that team. Mm-hmm. But, but he was managing his hometown baseball team, and he was betting on baseball. And, and, that, and writing the lineup. Okay, well, well sounds like he found a good gamble. Okay, sorry for you're a sore loser. At least he had the knowledge to bet on something that he knew. Well, and, and, and that was the thing was that he had the opportunity to fix games if he wanted to. Um, he swears, he finally, you know, he admits now, and he's, he's like in his 80s, um, that, that he, he, he admits he, he did bet on baseball, but he swears... To no end that he never bet against his team. And, you know, I don't know, Charlie Hustle, man. <laughs> that was his nickname, Charlie hey, do Hustle. do you believe anything he says? Well, <laughs> at this point, I think there are so many worse things. I, don't, I, I, never, I never saw stories of him beating his wife. You know, I, I never saw, you know, things like criminal activity. You know, beyond the, this was gambling when when gambling was through bookies. It wasn't legal to gamble. You know, so there was that. But also, the story goes that Bart Giamatti, who was the commercial commissioner of baseball at the time, was going to reinstate him like after a year. He wasn't going to ban him for life like the agreement called for. But unfortunately, like six months after this took place, Bart Giamatti died. So every commissioner since then, we're like Faye Vincent, um, Bud Selig, uh, the guy we're at right now, I, I don't recall his name. but Pete Rozelle. Pete, no, that's a football guy. He's a smart ass over there. God, this guy. Just okay. Working my, working my chain, man. So I have a question, and anyone can answer it, but it, it's probably towards women, okay? And it's been a thorn in my side for the past few weeks now. I kept seeing this video everywhere. Oh, we're talking Tay-Tay. No, uh, no, no, but yeah, no. So the video is about 
they asked women, mothers, if they would kill for their child. And they were saying no. And I honestly th- still think it's fake because I cannot believe that in the slightest. I can't. Go home and ask your wife. Seriously, I want women's opinions because that just boggles my mind. So I wouldn't kill for my children. Is that that was it, what what the premise was? Yeah. Uh, in what world? Not a world I want to be in. Are you kidding me? Even animals know to kill if the if it calls for it to protect their children. Every species on the planet does that. Well, not not every species on the planet, like sea turtles. They never really see their parents again. But most of the species on their planet, okay, do this. It is such a part of nature. How far did we fall as just a species on this earth, let alone a society, if women are actually debating about protecting their children. I want to know. Go home and ask your wife. I'm seriously, anyone in the chat that's a that's a woman, please let me know. I know this isn't sports related, but I am just getting boggled by this. This is insane. In what world? I was I didn't even have a dad in the household and I can tell you right now, it does not matter whose child it is. If it's mine or if it's someone I never met before, if I'm in a room with a child, they are protected. It doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. I will defend that child till the death. Period. Because that is what we're supposed to do. So it boggles my mind that mothers that actually have children that went through childbirth, went through all that, went through the tra- well, kind of trauma, pregnancy, whatever. Easy. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you know, the hardest part of childbirth is, is for the fathers to have to wait around and find out what happened. I hope your wife beats you when you get home. <laughs> All right. I so, hope she's watching. Uh, do we need Women. another ad? Uh, yeah, Paul, we got that other video of ad. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> totally went off topic, but I'm serious. <laughs> Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. No one's probably going to comment on this. Here, no, it's, it's good now. It's just, 
I want to know if this is fake or not. So literally ask your women friends because I, I want to know if this is a thing or not. It, it blows me away. It blows me away that there's people in the world like that. Like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's my rant for this week. Well, you came in the door telling us you were gonna you were gonna broach that topic. So, oh, well, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. I don't. So, okay. Backstory on me: I never had a father in the home. Never knew my father. Never met my father. My mom worked four jobs just to have me. Okay, and I still managed to understand. That a child needs to be protected at all costs. It doesn't have to be mine. It doesn't have to whatever. Okay? I never want children. Only because I was a single parent. And if I ever was put in that situation, I know I could never do it. Kudos to my mother. But I could never do it. So... Being raised in such a household where I came out of that bad situation, whatever, and I still understood the like the base. I thought were the basics. It's just it, it's crazy to me. It really is because I want to know if this is even real or not. Like it, it, it almost doesn't. It seems fake. It seems fake, and that's how bizarre it is. Because I have never met a woman on this planet that would say that to me or out loud. That's insane. I never want kids. But if I had a friend where they're like, hey, I really need you to babysit my kid. Absolutely. Bring him over. Okay. Perfect. She's going to end up having kids somewhere. You are the 10th millionth person to tell me that, Monty. No, it, 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 lots of people think they won't, but they, they, they end up doing it. Though. Monty, neither, I am, neither, neither of my children were going to have kids either, and they didn't have kids until they were in their 30s. I don't want late kids. Late 30s. I can't. I am 26 years old. I made it a quarter of my life not wanting kids. I doubt that it's going to change. Well, you never know. You just never know. Okay, so, so women's sports. Women's sports. We didn't even get to the championship. We will. We'll, we'll get around to those games coming up. We'll get around to those games coming up. But there is a big game tonight going on right now. Um, the um, NCAA women's basketball. Oh, yeah. You're talking about this. South Carolina Gamecocks are playing at the LSU Tigers. And that's, you know, Angel Reese. I don't know if you've seen any of uh, clips of her in the recent games. Anything like that, Bill? Oh, I where, where she's like kind of a, kind of a dirty player. I don't know that she's a dirty player. Well, well, there's been some incidents with her, like clipping out a couple other players and opposing teams. And then, what do you think about their coach? What do you think about coach? Well, she's flamboyant. (laughs) Is this the one that dresses up all the time? Yes, with feathers and boas, crazy, crazy looking outfits. Why not? Well, she's won national championships with two different teams. you know, been on top for a game, but it brings people to the game. It certainly does, and and she did uh, bench Angel Reese earlier in the season for some issues, and you know, of course, Angel Reese. One of the things with her is she's got this nil money, so Angel Reese is making millions and millions and millions of dollars on nil, naming, imaging, and licensing. Right, 
So she's making more money than than her coach is. And I don't know. How do you deal with that as a coach? I, what, You're still the coach. You're still the coach. Well, you got, it, it is, and, but, but that's changed the whole landscape of sports. It has. In, in such a way that, that a guy like Nick Saban decided he's out, you know, basically because he can't recruit the top guys anymore because whoever's offering more money is going to get them. And I keep saying that, what would it have been like if there was nil money when you were playing, Bill? Well, I wouldn't have been getting the nil money that some of these people are, but... You'd have been making money, though. I know I, you would have been. I know I was an All-American my junior year, so yeah. I could have gone somewhere from my senior year, and I'm sure I would have gotten some nil money. Yeah, well, uh, Grant Nelson down there in Alabama. Yeah, nil be, money. It'd be interesting to see what he's actually making. But when you're talking about college athletes making three, four million dollars, and they're not going to make that kind of money when they get to the NBA or the WNBA or wherever else. Well, how about all those girls and only fans or fans? Uh, let's not go down this rabbit hole because I I want a quiet show tonight, and if we go down this rabbit hole, it ain't going to be quiet. Well. I don't know what I don't know what OnlyFans is, Bill. Well, thank you. I don't know. There's, thank you. There's lots of stuff with social media that people get paid for. Oh yeah, that never existed before. Well, TikTok for for another one, and and I I know people that are constantly posting their videos and things like that on there with a little bit of following. Oh oh, what do you? Are you a TikToker? Uh believe it or not, Katie actually got me into it. Not, not our Katie. Katie. Our Katie's sweet little the, Katie. Yeah, she's the bad influence here. Oh, I miss her. Why, why is she like just a ghost all of a sudden? What uh, happened to her? I don't know, but we got we got Curtis Lenore in the house saying, say what? I just got here and things sounds already juicy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis is my coworker. I talk to him every day. <laughs> so it's fun. It's fun. It's cool. So... I have never actually asked you guys, what is your favorite sport? I've been doing this for, I would probably say, a year now. Well, you know what? It's almost February. You want want me to answer that question? I want both of you to answer it. What's your favorite Um, sport? Not football. (laughs) That's a great answer right there. Not not football. Okay. Okay. What's what's your favorite sport, Bill? I'd say college football. College football. (laughs) No, I, I... as 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 uh, acidic as it might sound, I'm still a fan of the NBA. Um, I watch several games a week, uh, especially right now with my New York Knicks are, are are playing much better basketball than they have in decades. Uh, I watched uh, the Knicks play the Brooklyn Nets, so crosstown rivals. Uh, I don't know Monday Tuesday night. Brooklyn led the whole game and then collapsed at the end of the game, and the Knicks beat them by about six points. Uh, Knicks, Knicks are one of the hottest teams in the NBA. The hottest team in the NBA right now is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, behind them is the Los Angeles Clippers, and, and then out east is my Knicks. And uh, they, they, they've got a nice little little bunch there. The Knicks have three guys that played for Villanova on a championship team. Uh, Descendio... Uh, 
uh, Brunson and um, uh, Josh Hart. Well, I thought so, the Timberwolves were still ahead in the West. Well, they are. Well, let's okay. Now that you you brought us back to sports, Bill. Thank you <laughs> very much. So I asked you what your favorite sport was, and that's not bringing it back to sports. Monty, you need to go to the hospital, bud. <laughs> What's your favorite sport? Horseback riding. That's not a sport. Is it? We're going to fight in the parking lot later. Well, Supersonic, what's your favorite sport? Um, Right now, I would say college football. College football. I thought you were going to say horseshoes. <laughs> you know, um, I, no horseshoes for me. Well, and, and you know, as we're, while we're on this topic, the... Uh, uh, Pat Sweeney is retiring. Local uh, sports uh, guy. Uh, he was on uh, WDAZ, uh, Grand Forks Television, for many years as a sports the sports guy, right. the sports anchor. And then he, um, when he left there, and they, they downsized. He went out to the radio station, uh, KNOX. And then uh, he's been doing, like, uh, broadcasts from there. But he's retiring now. And this guy is like a sports mind much like we are, he's been around a lot, forever. You could, I've I've sat with him at different functions. His wife was a teacher with my wife for many years. She's retired now too. Um, but we would talk. Sandy retired? No, she's. I'm gonna make her work till she's eighty. Really? Oh, you badass. Really? <laughs> I hope Sandy. That insurance that. shit works out. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be surprised if. You know, if you actually come to the show next week and you don't have bruises, I'd be surprised. <laughs> but, uh. but, but no, um, so so many 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 of her colleagues have retired. Uh, she's she's right on the edge of it. It's uh, she Ooh. wants to do a couple more years, but we'll see. I um, but but Pat Sweeney's retiring, and my, my thing was I was in a. A, a, a trivial pursuit at a, a school function, uh, so like a party from the school, a Christmas party or something like that, and the uh, I got matched up with him. In, in in so I was competing against him, and I'm pretty confident in myself, sports knowledge and whatnot, and so his question was, what is the size of the goal? In hockey, four by six. Yeah, pretty simple answer, isn't it? Just like sixty, yeah. feet, just yeah. like sixty yeah. feet six inches in baseball from Mitch Pitcher's mound. Uh, pretty uh, simple yeah. answer. You know what my question was? What sport has fruit in it? Anybody got a, got an answer? You want to know what sport has fruit in it? Um. All of them. All of them, but I'll tell you right now, it's not the fruit you're thinking of because Patrick Mahomes is pretty darn fruity. All right? LeBron James is pretty darn fruity. Okay? There's a lot of fruit in sports. I'm very surprised. Well, You ain't going to get a vitamin D deficiency. I'll tell you that. Like, seriously, am I the only one thinking this? Well, you're a woman, so yeah. So you want to know what the answer was, huh? Hmm. Slot machines. That's a sport. You tell me. You tell me. That's a game. That's not a sport. 
sport. That was that was what I got, and, I, and I'm, I'm still pissed off about it. A sport is something you have to have a skill for or acquire a skill. You have no skill in a slot machine. <laughs> it is a game. Okay, Pac-Man, technically a game. You can play it long enough where you develop the skill to be good at it. Or like Tetris, you can develop the skill to be good at it. But there are so many outcomes that you cannot control. Like Tetris, you can't control what what block you're going to get next. You can only deal with what block you get next. You You can't do that. Okay, there's no skill. Skill in almost any arcade game ever. Well, like I said, when 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 the when the, the topic is sports and, and and that's what comes up, and I'm already I'm like, okay, I think we need Dale here to explain this one. Well, what sport has fruit in it? Is slot machines? I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, All right. That's a reach. So that's you lost to Pat Sweeney then on that question. I did. Still pisses me off. I mean, he, why didn't he have that? I can. I, I know a four by six. Okay. Yeah. You know what the five hole is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that pissed me off. Still pisses me off. I'm, I'm matched up with Mr. Sports Mind of Grand Forks, and that's the question I get. Anyway, um, another big issue to this week was uh, Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan. To go to San, San Diego, the, the, the Clipper, well, Los Angeles Chargers now, right? Oh, okay, all right. I'll well, go San, that. Yeah. Oh well, I, we get it supersonic because San Diego uh, Chargers are who they should be, but they're the Los uh, Angeles Chargers now. So he's going to go coach them after winning a national championship. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you like the dude? Do I like the dude? No, I think yeah. he's. I think he's the second coming of Pete Carroll. Is what I think. I think after he leaves Michigan, we're going to find out all these violations that happened. Well, he, that's going to be a given, and he knows it. What do you think, Bill? Well, I think there's probably some things that were done illegally. Well, they already had the the whole videotaping of the other team's well, practices, right? Yeah, and they he's already suspended. Talked about. You know, that they had to put so much money in a pool in case anybody ever comes after him. Huh. Well, so I don't know if that isn't admitting some guilt there. I don't know. Just just seems like a, a whole bag of eggs that you don't want to get into or but a basket of eggs. Do you really think by having a certain coach is really going to make a difference on an NFL team? Well, no, 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 I don't. Although the attitude can change. I, I think it's the players that they have on the team. I well, think it's the load management. Any of those coaches can coach these, all these players up. But wow. you have to have the talent. I mean, you have to have the general manager that's going to get you the proper bodies and stuff. And You don't have to have talent nowadays. How is LeBron James even on the court then? Isn't he hurt every other game? Or not playing any other game? I thought you just were telling us he was a fruit. That's exactly Mom, what I'm talking about. Did you see that one I sent you? I did. I was going to bring that up. Too. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, he's pretty fruity. Like, you can easily bruise a banana. Okay? Oh, now okay. I get it. Now I get it. I, I thought you were, like, attracted to him. No. No. No, I'm calling him weak. Oh. 
Because, like, they're not, like, Dude. a hearty vegetable. <laughs> like, if I call someone a fruit, you're either gay or you Ooh, bruise easily. I think we just got banned. I, I think we'll be hearing something from... <laughs> oh, goodness. And it won't be the, the, the alpha, Yeah, the alphabet soup Get community. over it, please. Uh, talk to Paul before you leave tonight. <laughs> this is a descriptory word, okay? I'm sick... Untired of everyone using this racism bullshit. It's bullshit. Okay, descriptatory words are not racist. Okay, if someone called me, oh that white girl on that podcast, I'd be like, yeah, that's me. Why is everyone else getting offended? It is a descriptatory word. I am describing you. If you're offended by the descriptatory word that I am calling you, maybe you should look inside and ask yourself, why is someone else calling me that? Maybe I should change. How about well, that? I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty uh, hyped on the, the, the LeBron James being compared to a bruised banana. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Seriously, tell me I'm wrong. That, I that was, a, that was I'm, a, I'm on an airplane. I'm on an airplane. We're Coming from Palm Springs to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're sitting there, and I'll, we the plane comes out of the air, uh, airport. All of a sudden, we stop. We come back to the uh, airport. So some guy in the back of the airplane says, got into an argument with the uh, stewardess because Flight attendant, she was please. in the aisle that says, hey, we, we got to talk to you about ex, 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 activating <laughs> this flight. You know, we've all been on those flights, you know. Yeah. So the guy's sleeping. So he points, points down and said, hey, dude, you got to say something. Yeah. Can you handle this? He doesn't respond. So they pull back out and come back into the airplane. And I'm pissed because I'm going, what the fuck, man? Uh, you know? Dude. Delaying everything. So yeah. every, there's 200, it's full flight. Dude says, uh, he's a black guy. And I'm going, oh, you know, come on. Are you seriously? So anyway, they, they throw him off the plane. So he gets to the front of the plane. And I said, get the fuck off of the plane. <laughs> because... I'm tired of, you know, if this is an hour and a half later. So what's the problem? I mean, if you're going to do that shit, get the fuck off the plane. Okay. For the record. Is that, is that, is that bad or being mean or whatever? No. So what? So there's, there's a few things wrong, okay? And I've actually been in that exact same scenario, except I was the one right next to the emergency exit. They asked me in an emergency situation if I can handle it. 
Okay, I've been in that situation. If someone is passed out, they will not perform. They're already tired, okay? People's, I understand that is a safety issue, but at the same time, with all this technology, they should not put that responsibility on the passengers. That's one thing that I can see wrong. The other thing is if you're going to actually ask people that, you should really monitor that more. I don't feel bad that they brought the plane back in, but if... I don't care what color he is. I don't care. This isn't a color issue. And for everyone watching, if you think this is a color issue, you're watching the wrong podcast. Because just because what he looks like, we're not judging him on that. We're judging him on the fact that he was disrespectful. He was asked to do a job and he did not do it. He did not do his duty to that whatever, okay? We're judging him on that, okay? And that alone. I don't care anything else. All right, Bill, you got those um, games for this week? <laughs> that was kind Please of a call, change of topic. Yeah, sorry. But sorry. We, got, we got the Chiefs and Ravens yeah. are going to be on at 2 o'clock. Bill, who do you like on that game? I actually like the Ravens. Yeah! Oh. I Okay, but, it was uh, Detroit. And, uh, it, it might have something to do that I really don't want to ruin my Super Bowl with. Um, there's some girl that kind of bothers me that oh. that, cheers, that cheers for the Chiefs. So I would definitely like to see the Ravens win that one. And I would like to actually see the Lions are playing the 49ers. And even though... Our, so 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 for the buddy. so for the first time in, in 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 like thirty plus years we don't count in Detroit zero and one zero and two zero and three zero and four. No, that was Chicago. That was Chicago. No, no it's, it's Detroit. It's Detroit. It's, according to Common, it's Detroit because they're the ones that set the record for most losses in a row. Was Detroit? But anyway, who, what else is going on there? Well, we got uh, Yo Yo Yo's team, which is the Forty ers <laughs> and. <laughs> They're playing the Lions, so I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see the Lions and Ravens because I don't know, Me the too. Lions have never I'm been in. there, have they? No, I'm, no, I'm in. No, I, no Super Bowl. I just like to see somebody different. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be fine. I, yeah, I just, I hope they're competitive games. I, I guess I enjoy watching them. So. When does the Super Bowl happen? It'll be two weeks so, after. Bill, this who do you think's gonna yeah. win it all? I I think the Ravens have the best team. I think they have the best quarterback. So that's what I would say. But I wouldn't mind seeing the Lions win either. Well, I saw on ESPN this afternoon, I saw Booger McFarland. Uh, he was a, a tackle, defensive tackle. And then he was on Monday Night Football. Yes. And um, they asked him... Of the two quarterbacks, uh, Mahomes or, or um, Lamar Jackson, which one he would rather defend against? And initially he said neither. Yeah. <laughs> but then when it came down to it, he said, well, he thinks he could at least in his best, he could have caught Mahomes. He doesn't think he could catch Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He's that much better a runner. Well, 
I don't think Booger McFarland's winning too many races. Well, no, but as, as a lineman, you know, that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> Jesus. Booger's a big man. Yeah, he is. He, he is. And, and I always wonder how he got that name. Oh, boy. Booger McFarland. How would you like to have that as your name? Not really, no. He's done fine, though, with it. Well, he's, yeah, he's, 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 no, he's a big bad dude, and nobody's ever going to challenge him like that. Well, I can't wait for Usher. He'll be. Uh, Usher. What do you think, Raven? Halftime entertainment, Usher? It's about time. You think so? It's about time. Yep. Yeah. He's never played before, and he's the one guy that. From the early two, like he peaked in the two thousands, and it's time. I'd take Lainey Wilson too. Oh, she's been overplayed lately. Yeah, yeah she. I'm not gonna lie. So, okay, like, who's playing? Who's playing the Super Bowl? Usher. No, no football. Oh, in football, who's playing in the Super Bowl? We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got so Kansas City and Baltimore are playing. In in the AFC, and then we go San Francisco. And the so, who, who do you think's going to win? I think it's going to be Baltimore. Yeah, they're, they're the favorite yeah. for sure. Well, who's on the other side? I think. And I, and I, and I only want I only want Baltimore because of the Ravens. <laughs> of course, we all do. Yeah, you know, can you imagine what our show will be like the following week if the Ravens win? Oh no! Well, the Super Bowl will be. Two weeks from Sunday. Y'all better be making bets. Bets. That's Gambling. all I gotta say. Okay. Gambling. Detroit so. or San Fran? Well, I'm I'm opposed to Detroit just because they're from the NFC Central, and I, I just don't want to see the Detroit get to the Super Bowl before the Vikings do. I'd sooner die. I think. <laughs> well, I I. I well, he's a football guy. That, he's he, he's he's logical. I'm not. I'm, this is my heart speaking. I, here. I think San Francisco's gonna make it. Well, I, D- Detroit's going to San Francisco, right? Yeah. And and so everything's lined up for them. Um, if Debo Samuel is able to even play at all, I think they win. Um, but I don't know. That Detroit team has been surprising. They really have. I I, I expected that they were going to be one and done. You know, first first round and out. And well, I think they were fortunate getting by in the cowboy or getting by the Cowboys too. Well, the Cowboys. <laughs> you have you seen any of that stuff? I don't know. How about I've you, been... Supersonic? Have you seen any of that stuff? The, the Dallas Cowboys. I've seen every everything of. So so Dak Prescott's family and friends and um, and C D Lamb's family and friends and. Micah, Par- Mark- Micah Parsons' family and friends on Twitter? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, they've been lighting it up. I blame think it, that Jerry blame needs to step away the fuck away from uh, Jerry Jones? Yes. Yeah, no, those- I think he has held that uh, program back for years. Can't tell him that. You would never be able to tell him that. Well, no, and I, I understand that, but I... I think that there are people that are uh, realizing that it's time. Well, he's he's guy's got to be pushing ninety. Oh shit! Probably. Yeah, he's been around for quite a while. And and yeah. you know, I think didn't he play at Oklahoma or? Yeah, well, he was a player, wasn't he? I don't know. I, yeah, I think he was. 
Huh. I don't know. Who was the quarterback there for years? Aikman? That was Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's even saying, it's time to say, step back, coach. Huh. Well, not he's not coach, but he's general. Or owner or Owner, owner, yeah. Well, speaking of coaches, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get some NBA stuff in here yet. I know football is a top pro- topic, but uh, the Milwaukee Bucks this week. Oh, oh, yeah, they fired. That was some. weird. What Ad- happened, Adrian Griffin? So they fired their head coach at the end of last season because they didn't move on, and they brought Adrian Griffin in as the head coach. And they just fired him, didn't they? Yes, and and they they replaced him already too. They 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 brought him in, but because he had no head coaching experience, they also hired Doc Rivers to consult him. And Doc Rivers gave him all kinds of insight and analyst type knowledge. Forty three games into his head coaching career, the Bucks fire him. Because apparently, and what was their record? What was the record? Well, they're the third best record in the NBA. Okay, there you go. They're doing pretty damn well, but but the players apparently, whether it's Giannis or or whoever on that team, do not like him. So they fire Griffin and they hire Doc Rivers as their head coach, the consultant. And we're talking about coaches, whether they make a difference or not. The Bucks put out a statement today saying they they have a they feel they have a better chance at an NBA championship with this coach. And I I, I don't know, Bill. I, I just is it is it the coach's problem that the players aren't performing? I, and, and and they're still the third best record in the NBA. So it's not like they're like tanking. Yeah, I I don't know. I as I say I still think especially a sport like basketball where, you know, one player can really dominate the game. And if he is on your team, you know, there's a chance that, you know, you're going to win 70% of your games, no matter who's coaching and no matter what defense they run. Well, if you have Larry Bird or you've got Magic Johnson or somebody like that, sure. Or, or, God forbid, that banana guy. (laughs) But so there's that, and then the other big stories in the NBA was anybody see Joel Embiid go off for seventy points? No, I didn't see that happen. And on the same night, Carl Anthony Towns for the Timberwolves had sixty two, and somebody else had sixty two, didn't they? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I thought there was a third one too that had a whole lot of points. Well, all I know is it was anniversary of Kobe Bryant's eighty one point game. Wow. You know, I was at the Timberwolf game the other night. Well, yeah. We'll talk about that, Bill. Tell us about that. That, I mean, it was like party central there. So the Timberwolves were playing the the Memphis Grizzlies last Thursday night, so a week ago. John Morant isn't. He's out for the season. He's out for the season. So it was a game that the Timberwolves probably should have won. Yeah. And eventually they did win. But, I mean... They got a DJ and they they've got dancers and they got so much stuff going on there. I mean, 
you're trying to get a drink or I went to try to get some food and stuff like that, and they said, well, no, you got to go on your app to order that. No shit? Yeah. And then I went to this other one, and I said, do you take cash? No, we don't take cash. <laughs> no, you can only use a card here. So, I mean, you go to a concession stand, you'll probably stand in line, and then all of a sudden you hear, oh, no, you, you can't use your card here, or, you know. So apparently you're standing in line and you're just supposed to put it on your app and bizarre. But yeah, it did you see that little purse I got too that I gave to Sandy? No, I haven't no I have not. Raven would know what one of those things is. What's those over the shoulder deals that they're about this big like that? You know like like a purse? Yeah, it's like a purse, but it's only about this big. It's uh, I think it's called a cross body bag because it's across your body. Right. Well, they gave those away. They gave those away to fif- right. the for, for the fifteen first thousand people at the game. Monty just gave me that look like I just discovered fire. Like, <laughs> yes, it's that. It's a fanny pack, but it's on your shoulder. Cross much. body bag. Yeah, so yeah it's a cross body bag. And it's over on your side is where... Okay, is Fanny Pack a better name? No. Exactly. They called it something in, on the app, but I don't know what it was. But it has a, I a, a little Timberwolf I, I I know I got to get this other it. ad in here. So I'm going to cut left. you guys off. You just exit out Steve. I did? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Or maybe he hung up. I don't Steve, know. Steve, you there? No, he's gone. Sadly. Okay. River Bye, Cinema. Steve. <laughs> River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner in a movie destination, River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia pack restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Mean Girls, The Beekeeper, Anyone But You, ISS, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Poor Things. Night Swim, The Boys in the Beat, Trolls Band Together. Boy, they got all kind of Titanic? Are they re- rerunning know. that? What is that? Didn't the Oscars just come out again? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Oppenheimer's up for about 7 million things. Well, I didn't quite finish. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, guys. Um, don't forget about the Tuesday $5 movie specials all, all day long and the five fifty senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners, expanded concessions that are now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the Moore family. They have beer there? They do. Oh, yeah. They do. Aren't we going there with our group next week? I don't think we're going to the movie, but we're going to the Shire, restaurant. Yeah, to the to the restaurant. I like that place. I think it's two weeks from now. Well, yeah, two, uh, two we're going to wrap now. this up, though. Well, I, I do have one more NBA story. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Luka Doncic, asked security to eject a heckling fan. Did you see any of this? No, I didn't see this one. Dallas lost to the Suns in Dallas, okay? Doncic had a technical fall, and then in between his technical fall and the shot, the technical shot, 
he requested that security come and remove this fan from the stands. The guy, guy was sitting in the front row wearing a Suns jersey at uh, American Airlines Arena in Dallas. Apparently been heckling him all night long. But the last straw was the guy told Doncic that, you're tired, get on a treadmill. Apparently Doncic has been getting shit from fans about not being in shape. Okay. So he kind of looks like the guy at Denver? Yes, yes, very much so. And he took it, it it, it got to him and, and he lost it a little bit. Um, Devin Booker for the uh, Suns scored 22 of his 46 points in the third quarter and blew the game blew blew open. But Doncic afterward was asked by a reporter from Dallas who's very blunt. I think his name is McCloskey. Um, what was that all about? Why would you have a fan thrown out of the game? And and he turned and said, well, I expect this from you. You're always the first person to accuse me of something. And and so he, he got into it with the reporter afterward. I, the whole issue of NBA players pointing out fans and having them removed because they can't stand what's going on or what they're saying, that never used to happen, Bill. Well, I think... Don't fans have rights at games? They pay enough money to be there. Right. And I mean, if you're that close enough to hear the stuff, uh, I don't know. I... Well, and, and you know, I like Luka Doncic. I like the way he plays. I, I think he's a very super player. But I just don't get the whole, you know, because in the last few seasons we had LeBron James getting people removed. We had Russell Westbrook getting people removed. And it, it just it doesn't make any sense to me that that a player can have any say as to what a fan is doing. I, I it just doesn't make. What do you think, Raven? If you're a fan, you come to a game and you heckle a player and he can't handle it and he wants you left out of the game after you paid, I don't know, two thousand dollars to sit in the front row. I paid money for that game. I don't care. Yes, you should be respectful, but at the same time, these players don't understand that they need fans. If no one liked them, they would be nothing. So I'm so sick of players just being all out disrespectful because character is gone. There's no character in the NBA. There's no character in the NFL. There's nothing. There, it's just pitiful. Like, as a young person, I don't know too much about sports, but I can honestly say that and actually believe it. It's just, it's ridiculous. Please tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I will put my own foot in my mouth. Well, to wrap this show up tonight, Raven, um, you've got on that second sheet, you've got some UND stuff. I uh, think you've got some uh, wild hockey stuff. Uh, Bill, you got the hockey stuff? Well, I know that the, the Sioux played Denver this weekend in town, so that will be Friday night. Well, that's a huge and, one. And Saturday night, yeah. 
So, um, so after last the Sioux, week, it, the Sioux and St. Cloud are tied. Yeah. For first place, and then Denver's like three points behind. A huge series. Yeah. What do you think about that, Raven? You know, Denver's a pretty tough hockey school. I did not, actually. Well, then you better go to one of those games. Good. And then I think we have the the ladies' basketball team plays a game here. They're playing St. Thomas. Have they won a couple in a row now? Yeah, they... They're doing okay this year. They've, they've come around. But did you read that deal about WWE? Is moving? Did Did you read what Dale put down? Yeah, it's moving to Netflix, apparently. Uh, no, I haven't seen any of that. <laughs> Why would they go to Netflix? More money. I don't know. Well, Got a better deal. More money. We'd think, you know... They're on a major station right now that uh, they would have more money than Netflix, wouldn't they? What do you think? I don't know. I'm still trying to get over LeBron James as a bruised banana. <laughs> I guess you'll be on that for a while, huh? Well, uh, well that was one of the best analogies I've ever heard. <laughs> I've never heard that one before either. No, fruity is somewhat of an insult. But it depends on what you are. Because if you're fruity and, like, the like I'm describing a person that's gay, it's not an insult. But if I call you a fruit and you're obviously straight, there's something wrong. Because there's nothing masculine about a fruit. Vegetables, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one with this opinion. But... <laughs> I am a rutabaga. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Keith, a Keith, bud. Keith Cummings says hockey day in Minnesota starts today. Well, I think they already had a game. I thought the JV team played. I don't know. And so they're playing the next three days. So they must be playing tonight, Friday and Saturday night. But a peanut a fruit? A peanut? Yeah, That's fruit? such a weird... No, isn't it a nut? Peanut? I could be wrong. I don't know. Alexa. Yeah, they, they've got... Yeah, ask Alexa. Alexa knows everything. They've, they've got a nice arena set up there. War, War Road? Yeah, it's got... There's a, there's a metal building that says Marvin Windows and stuff on one end of it. Oh, yeah. And then they put a bunch of bleachers and stuff up there. And... No, I read... I read that the uh, uh, hockey day in Minnesota coming back to War Road was a huge thing. That they, they, they really went all out for it this time around. Yeah, that's going to be Rosa Warroad playing, too. Oh, there you go. Doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Rosa Warroad. Oh, yeah. Keith Cummings says bleachers for 3000 Wow. You know, Keith, you're, you're like so on top of shit. <laughs> I'm surprised why we don't have him in more. They're just a- I know. I know. What? They're just a- That's what I thought. <laughs> He's trying to throw us off with dumb questions. Obviously, a peanut is a peanut. Why are you making me second guess that? Well, what do you you got? Any more sports, Bill? Any high school things? Anything you went to this week? I well, I did actually go to the high school hockey game at Purper Arena that John was announcing by himself. I think he was by himself. Oh. And, uh, I got to get back out there. It ended up, kind of went back and forth between East Grand Forks and Grand Forks Central. 
But Grand Forks Central, I think, won in overtime. Uh, for the Gambucci Cup. Or, well, I think that's the way it worked out, that if they were to win, that they were going to win the Cup. I think that's what I heard, yeah. So, yeah, it was a very good game. I mean, you look at those guys, those guys are a lot smaller than I'm, I'm used to the UND-sized players. Okay, Raven. What, what, what do you got up your sleeve? She's gambling. There? No, look, apparently this is a sport. There's fruit. There's fruit involved. Wait, wait, wait. Apparently this... Do, do it again. Apparently this is a sport. Yeah. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Why'd you get three cherries? I was... I was always kind of disgruntled when ESPN... I would turn a channel over and, and they had poker on. And that was a sport. And that's a game. There's and, half, there's and, a difference and, and, and then games and then I was even I was even more disgruntled when they turned it over and I would be looking for a ball game to watch and it was cornhole competition. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say cornhole. Question for you though, really quickly. If does this qualify as a sport? The hot dog eating competition. More no. so, more no, more so than no. cornhole and freaking just no, freaking slot machine. <laughs> you just said what shoes? it is. No, 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 no. You just said what it is. It's a contest. Not sports. Hot dog eating contest. It's not a sport or anything. Because then they would call it a hot dog eating sport or just hot dog well, eating. Sometimes they say hot dog eating competition. Well, then it's just a competition. Make it a sport. It's not a sport. <laughs> I don't want to know how many hot dogs you can fit in your gullet. It's a well, little gay. Not right. gonna lie. We've been off the rails quite a bit tonight. My bad. Um, Keith Cummings, as always, tells us EGF lost both games to Central in overtime. So I suppose that's why uh, Central got the Gambucci Cup. I think it probably split with Red River. I think I called the Red River Central game the, the first one between the two of them. So East Grand Forks didn't win a game then, period? Or? Well, they might have beat Red River once. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Would have to ask John. Yeah, well, well, I guess look it up, I guess. But no. Um, other than that, I don't have a whole lot of other sports to go. Joe Mauer got in. I'm not sure his stats warrant it, but he got in. Um Pete Rose is still waiting. Roger Maris is still waiting. You know, thank God Tony Oliva got in last year. Wasn't it Burt Belayev and Tony Oliva both? Right, guys on the edge. And so, Raven, where are you I going now? It. Where are you going now? I didn't do it. You did. I didn't do it. You got any more sports? No. 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 Bill, she's starting her car. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday night at 6.30 right here on Grand Fork's Best Source. Live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and now Partner on Millions. Find our past shows by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast or social media apps. Support GFBS by serving us a five-star review on Google or leaving out the donation link on... Checking out the donation link on the top of GFBS's GFBestSource.com website. That's all for today. We'll see you next week. Boy, I bought that.